Bom dia. Welcome to our fourth podcast. My name is Carla Sabala. And today, once again, we'll have with us Marlon Sabala. That's me. Hello, yes. Carla. Hello. And today we are going to carry on our little journey. So last time we spoke um, about um, being at the airport, if you need directions to get a car. So today we will be uh, talking about um, hotel, you know, or, or what do you say? How, how else do you say it? I don't know how to say it. Hotel or tipstadia. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So you're staying somewhere. Yeah. So what kind of things you would say if you got to a hotel? What sort of questions they might ask you? How would you respond? Uh, and while we're doing this, we'll throw some... Um, some numbers in, some common expressions so that, you know, this is not specifically just for a hotel or for uh, staying over somewhere, but things that you'll be able to, to use elsewhere. All right? Okay. So I will be playing the lady who works at the hotel and you carry on playing the tourist. Okay. I'm the tourist then. Okay. All first right. line. I will be welcoming you at the hotel you're staying, so I'll be saying Boa noite, bem-vindos ao Hotel Sabala. Good night, or good evening, that should be. Welcome to the Hotel Sabala. Boa noite, bem-vindos, bem-vindos. Bem-vindos ao hotel, ao hotel Sabala. Bem-vindos ao hotel Sabala. Obviously, that's plural, bem-vindos. If we were just talking to someone on, on their own, we would be saying bem-vindo. No S at the end, no sh sound at the end. All right. So I would say back, boa noite, good evening, boa noite, which you should know by now. Um, and the, th the thing you probably say is, um, I have a uh, booking. But in Portuguese, you wouldn't say booking, you would actually, the, the literal translation is, I have a reserve. So you'd say, temos uma reserva. We have a booking. Temos... Temos uma reserva. Uma reserva. And all together. Boa noite. Temos uma reserva. Okay. Okay, so what I want to know is in what name? Qual é o nome? Qual... Qual é o nom? Nom. Qual é o nom? Right. Which is which is the name? More than what is the name is more like which, isn't it? Literally, yeah. Mm. Um, all right. So just say whatever your name is. Peter and Claire Smith. Let's start with that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then I might need your 
um, ID um, documents. So I'll ask e os seus documentos e os os seus seus documentos documentos e os seus documentos yeah so as you've noticed that you ask for documents which is not something you would normally hear um, in an English-speaking country. That just simply means ID, passport, or whatever you have on you that could identify you. So that in Portugal, they were often referred to them as documents. Uh, now, let's say I don't understand it. So what you would say in a situation like that is, I'm sorry, I, I don't understand. Can you repeat, please? And so that goes, Desculpe, não compreendo. Pode repetir? Desculpe. Desculpe, não, não, compreendo, compreendo, desculpe, não compreendo, pode, pode, repetir, repetir, Pode repetir. And together. Desculpe, não compreendo. Pode repetir. So there's a really rolled R there at the beginning. Every Portuguese word that starts with an R is a strong, hard R. Repetir. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I will be saying it again. Os seus documentos. Os vossos passaportes. Okay, so your documents, your passports. Os seus, os seus documentos. Os vossos, os vossos, vossos passaportes. Passaportes. Os vossos passaportes. The whole thing. Os seus documentos. Os vossos passaportes. I suppose we could just mention there that in the first sentence, or first question, you said seus. In the second one, you said vossos. They, that's yours, both times. But... Um, they change in level of formality. Seus would be a formal way of saying yours, and vossos would be more of an informal way. But both of them would be acceptable in this situation. Something else is that vossos only refers to you, plural, or your plural, and seus could refer to he, his, or hers, or even uh, theirs. Right, so it includes the, the singular as well. Okay. Uh, so, okay, I now understood. And so Not so. necessarily the single, but uh, obviously if you're talking about documents, it's whatever you're talking about that's in the plural, then you would be oh, saying yeah, yeah. seus. Yeah, so it's not um, 
not the person or how many people it doesn't really matter yeah it's not a subject but it's the uh, the object the object that you're talking about uh so i understood the second time so i'm gonna say oh here you have it and so i'd go ah aqui tem aqui tem aqui tem here you have it basically thank you uh just a moment oh here it is um there's the key the room is number 16 and it's on the second floor breakfast will be served from half seven to 10 o'clock in the morning so in portuguese that would be obrigada só um momento aqui está ora aqui tem a chave o quarto é o número 16 e fica no segundo andar o pequeno almoço é das sete e meia às dez ok Obrigada, you know that one. Só um momento. Só um momento. Só um momento. Momento. Aqui está. Aqui está here it is ora aqui tem a chave ora aqui tem a chave ora aqui tem a chave the order there i suppose is just um, well well just a little expression there. Okay. So it's room number 16 on the second floor. O quarto quarto é é o o número Número dezesseis, dezesseis. O quarto é o número dezesseis. And it's on the second floor. E, e fica, fica no. No segundo, segundo andar, andar e fica no segundo andar. O pequeno almoço é das sete e meia às dez. Breakfast is from seven thirty till ten. O pequeno almoço, pequeno almoço, and I'll say that one once again, that's breakfast, small lunch, pequeno almoço, é das, das, 
meaning from. Dus set i meie. Set i meie. Meie. That's half. Dus set i meie. Ash. Ash. Dash. Ten. Seven thirty to the ten. Okay. Obrigada. Só um momento. Aqui está. Ora, aqui tem a chave. O quarto é o número dezesseis e fica no segundo andar. O pequeno almoço é das sete e meia às dez. There's a mouthful there for you. Okay, so I will say, all right, thank you. Um, by the way, where's um, the... Nelly, what is escaping me? Yeah, dining room. Yeah. By the way, where's the dining room? So you would say, okay, obrigado. That's all right, thank you. Já agora. That's a very common expression. You ought to learn that. By the way, já agora. Já agora. Agora. With a G. Já agora. Onde fica? Onde fica o refeitório? That's a long word. Refeitório. Refeitório. All together? Ok, obrigado. Já agora, onde fica o refeitório? Notice that in both this and the sentence um, previous to this one, we use the word fica to... Uh, we, we, in, in a sentence where in English you would have used the, the, the verb to be. But fica is not the verb to be. Mm. It's the verb to, to stay. Yeah. But we often use it in a sense of where is, uh, you know, the, the, the dining room. On the earliest um, sentence we said, it, it is in the second floor, fica no segundo andar. That's often something that Portuguese will use. Mm. And Carla will use it on the next sentence as well. Okay. So um, I'll be saying that the dining room is uh, right at the top Um in the terrace? Yeah. On the terrace? Tricky one. Yeah, balcony up upstairs. Mm-hmm. And to ring the reception, uh, all you need to do is ring number 10. Okay. Uh, fica. Fica mesmo. Mesmo. Lá, lá, em, em, cima, cima. Fica mesmo lá em cima. It's right there at the top. Fica mesmo lá em, cima. 
fica mesmo lá em cima. No terraço. No terraço. And to ring the reception, all you need to do, or oh, it's enough to ring number 10, literally. Para ligar à recepção, basta ligar para o número 10. Para, para, ligar, ligar, a, a, recepção, recepção, basta, basta, ligar, ligar, para, para, o número, dez, um, zero, one, zero, um, zero, or, ten, dez. Okay. All right. Uh, now I want to ask, do you have a gym? And so you would say that e tem ginásio. The the word that is said there at the end, that in the middle, that was a bit weird. Tem uh, that means do you well. Have? Do you have? It's it's like an all composite word. E just simply means and. E tem Tem em ginásio, ginásio, e tem em ginásio? Yes, we do. In the basement we have a gymnasium, a sauna room and a small pool. So, in Portuguese, that is, sim, sim. Na cave, temos um ginásio, sauna e uma pequena piscina. The word for basement is cave, cave. And the word for pool is piscina. Some people might say piscina. Okay? Sim. Na cave... Na cave, na cave, temos, temos um ginásio, ginásio, sauna, sauna e uma uma pequena pequena piscina piscina sim na cave temos um ginásio sauna e uma pequena piscina good so I'd say thank you very much you could probably guess what that is muito Obrigado. Muito. Muito. 
It's almost like there's an N there. There's sort of a nasally sound, but there is no N in, in, uh, in the Just word. Just after I. M-U-I-N-T-O. <clears throat> it's simply spelled M-U-I-T-O, but it's a bit of a nasally sound. Muito obrigado. Mm. Okay. So another way of saying welcome, we can say de nada. Uh, I'm sure we have mentioned that one. If not, I'm sure you knew anyway. Um, in English, you have different ways. You could say not at all. Uh, so um, it's something similar to that. Não tem de que. Uma boa noite. So not at all. Have a good night or a good evening. Não tem. Não tem de que. De que. Não tem de que. Uma boa noite. Uma boa noite. Okay? Because basically what you're saying when you say thank you in Portuguese, you're saying that you are obliged to the person that has done a favor to you. Um, so you're saying, uh, when the other person replies to you, uh, what she means by saying non tem de que is that uh, you have um, no reason to be obliged for. All right. So mm. shall we run through it in a more of a normal pace, people, the way people would probably speak? Yeah. Okay. Boa noite. Bem-vindos ao Hotel Sabala. Boa noite. Um, temos uma reserva. Qual é o nome? Peter and Claire Smith. E os seus documentos? Mm, desculpe, não compreendo. Pode repetir? Os seus documentos, os vossos passaportes. Ah, aqui tem. Obrigada. Só um momento. Ah, aqui está. Ora, aqui tem a chave. O quarto é o número 16 e fica no segundo andar. Uh, o pequeno almoço é das 7 e meia às 10. Ok, obrigado. Já agora, onde fica o refeitório? Fica mesmo lá em cima, no terraço. Para ligar à recepção, basta ligar para o número 10. E tem ginásio? Sim, sim. Na cave temos um ginásio, sauna e uma pequena piscina. Muito obrigado. Não tem de quê. Uma boa noite. So there you have it. If you listen to that a few times, you should be, uh, uh, you should be up to speed. Good. Now, a little bit of science today. Um, it's a very interesting research that I found. Um, it comes from the Journal of Memory and Language. Uh, Professor Michael Vitiz... I don't... It's probably a Russian. Vitiviets. Anyway, hmm. Professor of Psychology. Uh, now, this is a really, really interesting uh, uh, research uh, that a lot of people are trying to, um, to look into. And it's how language and more specifically how words are stored in our brain. You might have thought that, you know, many people are, ta um, are taught that the way you store information is, is in, in the, the illustration of, of, a, um, of a cupboard where you have things stored in different, uh, in different places. But the reality is that we store things in more of a network. Uh, of connected words and so this is exactly what they've been able to to um, to prove with this research with uh, they they looked into uh, the position of 20,000 uh, English words uh, words that are similar um, and by testing the memory and how quickly and how accurately their um, 
the participants were able to recall those words. They were able to, to sort of create a, a network. Um, when I say network, imagine like, um, well, pretty much like a computer network where you have a, this computer to net connected to uh, perhaps two others and those two others are connected to 10 more uh, and so on and so on. A bit like a cobweb sort of a network. Um, now, this is very interesting because they found that the words that are they have more connections that are in the mid, right in the middle of the network uh, tend to be recalled more quickly and more accurately. So, for example, they have a, a, a little image here that I was able to pull out um, in, in, a, in a network of about, uh, let's see, there must be 20 words here, similar to the word fish. So like dish, um, fizz, um, fisher, wish, and, and so on and so on. The word fish in that particular network holds a key position right in the middle. And the thing is, and, and this is what uh, what they were able to 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 um, hint at is the fact that if you remove that central word, everything sort of collapses, and that might break the connection to other words. So if you forget one word, that means that you might just might as well forget all the other words that were connected to it. This might sound a bit strange, and how how is this of any benefit to us? Um, well. The thing is, if you're learning a new language, what this sort of suggests is that you're better off learning important keywords. That's what they're calling them, keywords that uh, then in turn will connect to many similar words. Um, it's, it's a bit difficult to say what exactly those keywords are. I mean, networks are difficult to, to, um, to compose and um, your or is your network the same or is it composed of the same keywords as my network or somebody else's network? Does this work across uh, in a similar way across all languages? Probably, but we, we can't be absolutely sure that everything works uh, in a similar way. Um, in the future, though, what, what this really points to is that if we are able to identify a global network in a particular language, say Portuguese, if we know that particular words such as, I don't know, um, bola, which is ball, is connected to a bunch of similar words, if you learn that one first, it will then enable you to learn all the others much more, uh, much, much more readily. Um, so it's an interesting research. It's not really something that we, we can apply straight away in, in, in learning a second language, even though one of the, the things that they, they say here, and I'll just quote, keywords might also accelerate language learning, including a second language, if they were introduced early. Uh, so it's still a question as to whether the, this will be usable uh, for, for adults that already know a language and, and are are not storing the same uh, language patterns in the same part of the brain as a kid might. Uh, but it's still a very interesting piece of information. Mm, yes, absolutely. Okay, then. Uh, yes, I must remind you that I only have one last VIP bundle that you can find on uh, Portuguese with Carla website. So that is 10 lessons for £150. So you save £100. One left, guys. So go get it. All right. Great. So we'll be here um, hopefully next week with... Um, another, well, the continuation of this trip 
I suppose now we've given them names, so it'll be Peter and Claire Smith to the end. Uh, and until then, well, listen to uh, this podcast and anything else that comes out of Portuguese with Carla and uh, keep progressing in your language learning. Mm. So speak soon or see you soon. That's translating to the same in Portuguese. Até breve. All right. Adeus. Ciao.